And this is very unusual. And it is a little bit different, but in some ways it's easier, and in some ways it's a little bit tougher. Uh, but uh, we have it so well under control. I mean, view this the same as the flu. When somebody sneezes, I mean, I try and bail out as much as possible. Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and wrong. Yes, you're listening to Sick and Wrong. The Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I am one of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm Harrison. Harrison, I. Uh, have you been standing in a queue all day to get a gun to purchase a firearm? I, I've thought about it. You you texted me like a couple days ago being like, I think I'm going to get a gun. Yeah, yeah. What uh, <laughs> what inspired you to, to do that? Like, is it just the chaos? Yeah, us? I feel like I should the be ready for society. Yeah, I should be ready for this stuff. I've never wackily. You'd be my second co-host mm. to get a gun, although I've only had two. But uh, I remember wackily. After the the uh, New Orleans Katrina um, mm. uh, incident, he started freaking out, thinking there'd be an earthquake here, and everyone would start looting, and it'd be pandemonium. So he went out and got a gun. Mm. Do you think we're at that stage yet with the COVID? No. Are you genuinely freaked out about it? No. Well, like, I mean, do, like, are you are you losing sleep? No, I've been sleeping more because I'm just. I don't know what, because the fact, I have to work from home now, and I'm not happy about that. I know, me too. I actually don't care. Uh, I just, I need, I need the structure. Um, it's actually so. more difficult for me to work from home, because now yeah. I have to do everything over a fucking com- video conferencing software bullshit. Yeah. It pisses me off. Yeah. And it's not like I'm working less either. It's like, yeah. it sucks. And, and because mm. you have to be on camera, I can't just like, you know, be sitting there in my underwear. Right. Like I actually have, well, I guess I could be wearing my underwear. Hmm. Maybe I'll do that next time. No, the thing is that I'm, I'm not utterly fascinated by the whole thing. Well, the social I, unrest. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason I don't have a gun, you know, and it's just because, like, you know. Are you legally allowed day, to have one? Yes. And the, fir- the first, you know, day I'm, like, fucking have a bad day or whatever, it'd just be like, my my ceiling is, will be a Jackson Pollock painting, you know, <laughs> the, like, the instant after. So... That's why I don't have one, but it's like, I guess I should have one if stuff goes sideways or whatever. I mean, I don't know. I have a katana. Mm. Mm. I'm thinking I'll be like Michonne. I have somebody who owes dead. me a katana. So yeah, yeah, maybe you should get one of those. I should, yeah. Just be like an urban samurai. Yeah. Or something. I'm, I'm seriously fascinated by this whole thing. I mean, we were mm. talking uh, earlier about how I was at the, um, the, the local supermarket and I saw mm. these two Asian women fighting over toilet paper. Right. But there's just, it's clear. The entire row, the mm. entire row of toilet paper gone. No, no paper towel, no toilet mm. paper. What does the toilet paper do? I don't know. Like, does it, for some reason, just destroy COVID-19? I only have two rolls. You well, know? you're fucked now. I'm not, because... You uh, have to use a paper plate. <laughs> <laughs> they have plenty of those. Yeah. If, right I, mean, if I had a girlfriend, it'd be, yeah, I'd be worried. <laughs> but it's just me. Well, I'll go through, it'll take me seven years. That's when the girls... Yeah. I don't know what they do with toilet paper. It's just like gone the it's, entire roll is gone after a day yeah like, they can go the through a happened? whole roll in like 12 hours yeah. i don't know what they do they wrap it around their hands they mm. dab themselves with it right use it as like maxi pad. i don't know what they do with it mm. but it's like they just deplete toilet paper 
They make those little um, flowers. Something like, yeah. Those little, <laughs> those little flowers. little origami and, dragons yeah, yeah. out of toilet paper. Uh, what was that movie with, oh, that was Dead Man. Why am I thinking about that? The anyway, Jarmish movie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, but I, I mean, because I'm not worried about the fucking virus. I, I could I, give a fuck. Neither am I, but, but at the same time, everyone's mm. flipping out, which I do kind of like to see. I have like the best immune system anyone's ever had. Well, I imagine after how many abscesses have you had? Yeah. Well, no, it was funny because uh, like a year, so this was maybe like a year and a half ago, like right when I was starting my job and I was like, shit, I should like get some shit under control a little bit. And um, I ended up having this giant abscess on my arm. It's this giant reddish lump that was like hot. It was like warm and it <laughs> was just like, come out of and it? it hurt. No, it was just a big bump because it, it was, no, it's it was like too filled big. with pus, right? It's filled with like I don't even know, probably black. Ugh. I've seen requiem for a dream. Remember, yeah. you get his arm. No, in my arm, it hurt like a bitch. And, uh, you know, it, it really, really fucking hurt, and I could barely drive, and it was just like huge. I just stared the fucker down because I was like, "Do I need to go to the emergency room and get it cut open?" You didn't try I, to pop it. No, because the last time i had one of those like a big one i was 20 years old and they just cut it open and Ugh. all this nonsense came out yeah, but, my uh, brother had one behind his ear mm. that they cut open and then they put like mm. all this like wrapping in it like mm. like uh, rolled up like fucking gauze mm. and they just kept dropping out of his ear so he'd be he'd be sitting there talking this like pussy gauze would just be hanging out of his ear it was where was the, <laughs> <laughs> it was like behind his ear it's like this oh, huge abscess behind his ear oh my god Meth? I don't know. Okay, yeah. <laughs> hobos? Blowing hobos? I have yeah. no idea. Yeah, the fucking... Uh, yeah, no, I just... I had it, and I just, like, wore I wore it down over time, and so it just went away. you're impervious to the COVID. Maybe, so I, maybe your blood could be the vaccine. Good luck getting my blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm wondering how long it's going to be, because now, now I've heard, with all the social distancing mm. that's happening... They're canceling all any any gathering over fifty people. Uh, now they're closing restaurants. I heard uh, Mayor Eric Garcetti was going to close all restaurants and bars in L.A. So that's part one. And once they close the bars, then the only place we're going to be able to get booze are the stores. But the stores, there's like hundreds of people waiting in line to go into these stores. So that means we're not going to get booze. And once there's no booze, we've all seen The Shining. We right. know what happens. It's going to be chaos. Yeah. Mayhem mm. in the streets. Mm. That's what I'm wondering how long it's going to be till that starts happening. The looting. I don't know. I've been kind of, yeah, because I've been, sometimes I'm just like, I'm sad. I don't want to, I don't look at the news or whatever. But sometimes I'm like, shit, there's probably ways I could be making money right now. Yeah, you I'm know? wondering how you could capitalize off of it. I mean, I'm all for the looting. I love. Maybe we should make like sick and wrong branded masks. Like, I don't really steal much anymore because I'm an adult, but. Mm, I was stealing me some I've never shit. like really done the whole like you know mm. getting wrapped up in the whole mob going out and looting mm. but I'm trying to think of where I'd go I'd probably go to like Best Buy or something probably yeah yeah it'd be a good place or just like businesses you know just throw I'd love to throw a garbage can just through a window of like a Starbucks yeah be great well we're not there yet hopefully there soon yet. um hopefully soon it will happen but it's it's getting crazy mm. and the airports are crazy they block travel and now when you come into this country you have to be temperature screened hmm. so it's taking hours when you come into this country yeah it's getting it's getting wacky 
So mm. I don't, you know, I don't know what's going to happen here. Um, and then uh, I'm, I'm sure you've been following all these conspiracy theories. Mm. Oh, they're abound. There's like a, an abundance of conspiracy I'm theories. Eager to talk about them. Yep, COVID nineteen. You know, it's been around for two months. I didn't even realize this. It seems mm. like it's you know really kind of uh, you know. Yeah, become a huge news issue the past two weeks. Maybe because now it's like people are getting infected and dying in this country mm. that we actually give a shit about it. But, you know, China reported two months ago. And uh, so far, you know, it's infected more than 95,000 people, 79 countries, and killed more than 3,200. Right. And because of this, there's just this outbreak of disinformation and conspiracy theories all over the news. And a lot of this is being propagated and perpetuated by uh, by governments. Mm. I mean, and uh, politicians. You know that that's what's crazy is the people who uh, who perpetuate <clears throat> these myths. And you know, it's not just like mm. you know this is coronavirus and everyone's starting you know you know, you know uh, making conspiracy theories. Any any uh, major epidemic, mm-hmm. it's like a narrative pattern develops for conspiracy theories. So I mean, there was some about SARS or some about the plague. I was just waiting to see when are they going to blame the Jews. It's always the Jews that are behind these right. things, you know? Yeah. So anyway, uh, I was reading today that a widely circulated theory linked the virus to a video of a Chinese woman eating bat soup. Hmm. You seen that video? I have not seen it. They're, they're, yeah, there's a video of her. She's just eating bat soup, and they're saying that the disease came from a bat. Um, but then they found out that it was actually, she's a well-known Chinese vlogger that uh, was eating soup in Indonesia like three years ago. So, I mean, someone took oh. that video and was just like, this happened yesterday in China. And that's, you know, then she ended up like masturbating with a bat. And that's hmm. how she got coronavirus. Hmm. Um, Saudi Arabia has been saying that the coronavirus is part of an effort by Western pharmaceutical companies to profit by selling vaccines. Um, Russia saying that uh, U.S. President Donald Trump is to blame, linking the word corona, which means crown in Russian, to mm. beauty pageants that he used to preside over. Um, that, I, what? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. These are getting so outlandish. They're getting really zany. Um, he can't even, like, t- tweet without misspelling three words. How is he going to come up with a virus? <laughs> A secret virus? Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. The fuck? Uh, U.S. Mm. right-wing media have been peddling conspiracy theories ranging from, like, Mm. it's a Democratic hoax. They're just trying to destroy President Trump. Or saying it's Chinese uh, covert biological weapons program. Mm. You know, um, that that actually has gained a lot of ground recently. Hmm. Uh, Even the BBC published an article uh, about coronavirus misinformation. Uh, They claim Hmm. that the virus is part of a Chinese biological weapon program based at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, the WIV, (laughs) W-I-V. The Washington Post later debunked the the conspiracy, saying that the you know most countries that abandoned bioweapons is fruitless. And that this play, this facility wasn't even, you know, suitable for uh, for for creating or manufacturing a bioweapon like this. Mm. But just last month, uh, U.S. Senator Tom Cotton, Republican from Arkansas, suggested mm. that the virus may have been a Chinese bioweapon. He he was saying, uh, and he and Rush Limbaugh have said that the virus is probably a Ch- Chi-Com laboratory experiment. Hmm. And that the Chinese were weaponizing the virus and media hysteria to bring down Trump because Trump's a threat to China. I don't know. I don't know if he is. 
That's Rush Limbaugh, the uh, recipient of the Well, you Medal know one thing I will freedom. say is that there, you, you haven't heard about those Hong Kong protesters since this thing came up, have you? Yeah, that is the, actually, there's yeah. a new conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah, where, where are all the Hong Kong protesters? Yeah, what happened to that? It's pretty, pretty convenient, right? Mm. Mm. I wonder if they're infected mm. and put into like a chamber underground. Yeah. Uh, also last month, the Financial Times reported uh, from a virus expert, Trevor Bedford, that there's no evidence whatsoever of genetic engineering. The evidence mm. that they have is that mutations of the virus are completely consistent with natural evolution. They said mm. that it was probably transmitted by a bat to another man- mammal between 20 and 70 years ago. And then an intermediary animal passed it on to the human host in Wuhan. Hi, I'm Trevor Bedford, the virus expert. Uh, I just came on uh, television to tell you all that there, despite the rumors, there is no proof that genetically engineered bat-human hybrids have been running amok. Um, Mr. Bedford, no one ever said that. That's it. No, no, no one. Ever, no, we're fine. No Batman. <laughs> Trevor Bedford. But not genetically engineering the virus, not. Well, yeah, they, yeah, well, that's what people are saying, that the virus has been genetically engineered. So he looked at it in a microscope. He's like, nope, nothing that we can find. Yeah. I think my favorite, uh, my favorite uh, uh, viral conspiracy theory here that's also become a bit of an internet meme is the link between the logo of the WIV, the Wuhan Institute of Virology, and Umbrella Corporation from uh, Resident Evil. Ah. Yeah, the theory also saw a link between Raccoon which is the main city in Resident Evil, and an anagram of Corona. Dun, dun, dun. So, so what does that mean? I what does that know. mean for? <laughs> what does that mean for my weekend? It means you no, know? Yeah, oh, it means God. nothing. A popular pro-Trump website has released personal mm. information of a scientist from Wuhan, and they falsely accuse them of creating the coronavirus, coronavirus as a bioweapon mm. in a plot, which is essentially the real-life version of the video game Resident Evil. Hmm. Uh, this uh, news site Zero Hedge, which I'd never heard of, probably never will think about again, uh, claimed that without any evidence that this scientist at the Wuhan Institute of Virology created the strain of virus hmm. that has caused this global health emergency. Um, it concludes, if anyone wants to find out what caused the coronavirus pandemic that has infected thousands of people, they should pay the scientist a visit. And they totally doxed him. Hmm. They posted his phone number, his email address. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. And so then they're showing that the Wuhan Institute's uh, uh, symbol looks very similar, eerily similar to the Mm. Umbrella Corporation. Obviously, it's all been uh, disproven, debunked. Interesting. But it doesn't matter. Once it's out there, people believe it. Hmm. Uh, Far-right commentator Josh Bernstein claimed the Democratic Party and the medical deep state were collaborating with the Chinese government to release the coronavirus to bring down Donald Trump. Hmm. That's what it is. And this actually the deep state in who the medical deep state and the Democratic Party. Okay. Yeah, I think mm. this is uh, all Pelosi's doing. Actually, I think she manufactured it. Um, Russia was saying it's a biological weapon manufactured mm. by the CIA and U.S. waging an economic war on China, which kind of makes sense. You know? I like the ones where it's like the government already has the vaccine, but they're not sharing it. <laughs> it's like they don't even have a pandemic. They don't team, even, they yeah. fired them. We don't like, even have enough tests. Get money for like new chairs or something, <laughs> you know? Yeah, we don't even have enough money to mm. test. Um, yeah. 
Official Russian channels have uh, muted pushing this whole biowarfare conspiracy theory. Mm. But there's all these other like TMZ type equivalents, uh, one called Zvezda, uh, that says that uh, the coronavirus is an American biological warfare against Russia and China, damaging the Chinese economy and then going after Putin. Right. So maybe it is. And then they're, you know, (laughs) therefore destroying our economy. (laughs) <laughs> because we're like, <laughs> you know, irrevocably linked to China economically. You know, we're so yeah, it makes a ton of sense. Cut off our nose to spider face mm. just to get at China and Russia. Yeah. Uh, the Iranians have been accusing the U.S. Uh, they said that uh, the Iranian cleric Syed Mohammed Saidi said that Trump has been targeting Iran with the coronavirus to damage its culture and honor. He's fulfilling his promise of hitting Iranian culture sites because uh, the killing of um, because the killing of uh, U.S. soldiers during that attack. Wait. Did we did we take out their commander guy? Was oh, Soleimani? yeah, uh, Colonel, uh, Colonel Colonel Mustard, Angus. Colonel Angus. Yeah, that was his name, right? Um, Iranian TV personality here, Ali Rafipour, claimed that the coronavirus is part of a hybrid warfare program waged by the United States and Iran and China. Uh, the Chinese, in turn, have been saying that the uh, CIA has been doing this to keep China down. And I guess this has been all over the Chinese internet. Mm. Um, yeah, China's been... Uh, and this is something that, that China has accused the U.S. in the past mm. with SARS. Mm. They said that it's the all U.S. all over TikTok. Yeah, it's all over TikTok. Mm. Um, one of the, now, this is kind of weird. I never thought about this, but the Chinese mm. have, have cast suspicion on U.S. military athletes that were participating in the Wuhan 2019 Military World Games. Mm. So apparently, that lasted till October 2019. They claim that these athletes deployed the virus then. Hmm. Yeah, so um, their inattentive attitude... They coughed on our trade minister! <laughs> <laughs> their in, inattentive it. attitude and below mm. average uh, uh, performance in the games indicated that they were there for other purposes. <laughs> That's what they were there for. They were in Wuhan, and uh, they went to the human or the Hunan Seafood Wholesale Market, and that's where they released the virus. A Chinese officials suggested the U.S. Army may have brought the coronavirus mm. into China from Canada. That's what they're claiming. They oh, said, yeah, I saw that, yeah. Hey, yeah. we made a deadly virus, eh? Sorry. Hey, I don't want to make a fuss or nothing, but I'm sorry we made a deadly virus that killed you all. Zhuang Lijian mm-hmm. is the uh, spokesperson from the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. He's saying, CDC was caught on the spot. When did patient zero begin in the U.S.? How many people are infected there? What are the names of the hospitals? It might be the U.S. Army who brought the epidemic to Wuhan. Make public your data. U.S., you owe us an explanation. Who killed, who shot JR? I don't know. You know? Where do Jimmy babies Hoffa. come from? <laughs> who killed Jimmy Hoffa? Who knows? Yeah. I think Martin Scorsese did it. Hmm. Uh, in the Arab world, COVID-19 was deliberately created and spread by the U.S. to sell vaccines. So it's all part of hmm. an economic and psychological war waged by the U.S., um, Venezuela, this is kind of mm. weird. Venezuela, uh, their con- constituent assembly member, Elvis Mendez, said it's a bacteriological sickness created in 89 that was, inoc- that, uh, it was a sickness inoculated by the gringos to weaponize, uh, to, to weaponize um, this uh, virus to use against uh, Latin American countries that didn't agree with the U.S. Okay. And then I knew this was going to happen. It's like all of them. 
I knew this was going to yeah. happen. A Zionist biological weapon. It's always got to be oh, the yeah. Zionist. Yeah. Yeah. Iran's press, as well as Saudi mm. Arabia's press and other Arab media outlets are accusing Israel of creating and spreading COVID-19 mm. and the avian flu and SARS. Um, they said it's in this uh, Turkish, mm. wow, this guy, he's a, uh, he's a, a he's some kind of Turkish uh, government official. He said Jews and Zionists created COVID-19 um, in order to design the world, seize countries, and neuter the world's population. Because this, if, if there's one thing, uh, you know, Jews are ca- so cavalier about wielding, it's sickness. <laughs> you know, it's all about population control. We want to yeah. we want to build back you know, the Jewish population. That's what we're trying to do. Bring but I had back. the virus. You didn't even call. I mean, I weaponized it. But come on. <laughs> Um, mm. Yeah, then this whole thing where they're alleging that uh, it was stolen from a Canadian, Canadian virus research lab by Chinese scientists. So I guess in Winnipeg, okay. these in Chinese Win- scientists oh, took, the virus took the virus to Beijing. Yeah. Wait, so what, what do the Jews want to do? Why did, why did they make the virus? Well, according to this government mm. official from Turkey, mm. he was saying that they, they did it to design the world, seize countries, and neuter the world's population. Okay. It's population control, man. So they're just... Too uh, many goys. Just a bunch of Israelis show up in your country the next day to invade it? Like, so, you know, everybody... They're just Jews yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And it's, like, illegal not to smoke, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, Jordan Sather, a YouTuber from uh, the far-right QAnon mm. group, uh, and the anti-vax movement. That's kind of interesting. I haven't mm. heard the anti-vaxxers saying all that much these days. Oh, they're all mixed in with the QAnon people. They have. Yeah. Um, he says that uh, or QAnon is claiming that the outbreak is a population control scheme created by the Purbright Institute in England and by uh, Microsoft CEO Bill Gates. Yeah, I've heard the Bill Gates thing a lot. Yep. He's population like, control. Isn't it? Didn't you say it's the boomer flu? It's like the boomer. It's ki- the calling of the baby boomers. The calling yeah. of the boomers. The calling of the baby boomers. Yeah. I like this guy. He went on Alex Jones's show. Mm. Gary Heaven. He's the co-founder of the fitness chain Curves. Mm-hmm. Um, he told Alex Jones that uh, it's a man-made biological weapon to target people based on race. Mm. He said they're trying to get to Trump to make him aware that this is a non-event. Uh, it's a very nefarious act against him. And he said it was designed to target certain races. This virus was designed to kill mostly Asian people, but now it's going to kill a lot of Europeans and non-Asian people because it's still lethal. Hmm. So it's a bioweapon. So yeah, there's a lot of conspiracy theories going out there. I think this is kind of happens, you know, the dissemination of rumors and false flags and all that it gets people all uh, riled. They do, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, this isn't the first time. You know, I was just I was reading an article here. Like, historically, any pandemic has given birth to, like, a slew of uh, theories. The Black Death in the 14th century, guess who they blamed it on? Satan? Jews. Oh, yeah, yeah. So okay. Jews caused the outbreak Makes by sense. poisoning wells in a bid to control the world. Because that's all the... Jews yeah. are like binky in the brain. Yeah, yeah. We're just trying to control the world all the time. But we're really bad at it. <laughs> it just never happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Instead, we control, like, you know... I, I don't know whether you get whether you get a fucking a deal at Netflix, but that's about it. That's all we've managed to control. That's pretty so much far. it. And Israel. But as soon as they blame yeah. uh, the Jews, and all of a sudden it's like Jews are going to be forcefully displaced, moved out of countries, deadly pogroms. You know that's how mm. it goes. Well, only in like you know 
Eastern Europe and Russia. And look, if you're still in Eastern Europe and you're Jewish, like eh, it's time to you, move. Yeah, you brought yeah, it on like yourself. You, you know? What do you need? What more of a hint do you need that you don't? You're not wanted there. My God, the Spanish flu mm. in 1918 to 1920 killed 25 to 50 million people. You know, they said uh, coronavirus has the potential. Now, maybe not to kill that many, but definitely mm. like at least 10 million. Um, it was actually more lethal than World happens, War One. I think if this happens, like the Japanese will just die out. You think if so? the older generation of Japanese well, yeah, people yeah, die, there's not enough young people yeah. there, and they're like pandas. You can't even get them the fuck. Yeah, pan- yeah, yeah. So they did, you know, well, they have sex with those like plastic, like, those uh, weird uh, tentacle things. Yeah, yeah those little tentacle, tentacle like love dolls. Yeah. Uh, what are those things called? I forget. I have one of those somewhere around here. Pocket pussy? Or no, like it's a like a tango or something. Or a tengu. Something like a that. A tengu? Wow. Yeah, it's like a weird fleshlight, but it's all like tentacled. It's right. It's creepy. Um, well, but yeah, so anyway, when Spanish flu came out, 25 to 50 million people ki- were killed. Yeah. Made it more lethal than World War One, And then it ended the same year. So World War One ended right when that influenza pandemic began. So they blamed Germany, like using it as a weapon. Well, you know what I'd like to weaponize? After I, some, I don't Diarrhea. really re- read the news much, but I, yeah, well, that would be great. <laughs> but I, I did end up having to see that stupid thing with Sarah Palin on The Masked Singer. She was on The Masked Singer? Yeah, like a few days ago. Jesus and Christ. And it's like, she's, she, I don't know. She, she God was save the, us. I don't know if she was a frog or she was something. She was like singing? Pink Ryan said she was singing Sir Mix-a-Lot. Baby Got Back. Yeah. Sarah Palin. Yes. We live in a bizarre this is, world. And this is we what, live in a bizarre world. Yeah. And it was like, it just, I, like, I, I want, I hope we all die. I hope everybody dies. And honestly, like, if I could actually hijack, maybe I could like, if I could actually hijack the airwaves, what I would do is I would take over the mass Singer, right? And I would make it like, oh, you know, clip it together with the real footage of the show. Like, oh, who is it? And then... The, I'd have to figure out a way to do this, but you know, the, the person takes off their, their mask, their fucking giant smiling gorilla nightmare mask. And, um, the per- people are at home watching TV and actually the fit, the face is it's you, but it's a corpse version of you smiling. Hmm, like your skin's turned inside out or it's, you're just a dead, you're version. just a dead version of you. Oh wow. Smiling emptily at you, but it, for everyone in America. So everyone would see you would themselves. see your own face. You would see your own face. Ooh, I like that. I, that's how, that's what that show should be. Oh, well, I mean, you know, like, I mean with the, what with face, facial recognition, Facebook, we should be able to do yeah, I'm that. I'm surprised they can't do that. Look, and I, then, yeah, that's, that's kind of like, and then I mean, you can see how meaningless your existence yeah, is. Yeah. That's what I want everyone to, to know, to you realize. Know, I hope when the looters, when the looting begins, and yeah. the mayhem, I, I hope they go straight for this, the mass Singer right. set <laughs> and just rip the masks off those people. That, that show, I mean, it's like a crime against humanity. It's like a... It's the fact that people watch it. Yeah. I just don't understand. I've never actually seen it. But don't, don't they... It's a love letter a, to oblivion. Who's on it? Who's the judge there? Is it like the guy know, from Maroon Five? Nick the, Cannon is the host or something. Oh God! Because I saw a clip and it was I'd never seen a clip of that before. Before because I just read about it sometimes. Like, oh, the Eggman is Doctor Drew, and it's like fuck you. So I, you know, that's these what I'm saying. Nightmare maybe, creatures. Maybe this virus is a good thing. I think it, it is. Kill off some of the let's executive call, producers. Mm, let's that call produce them. this. Um, have you ever heard of this Operation Dietrich? Call the Conqueror. 
Um, Cold the Conqueror. What for? I know Fort Detrick. That's it's where like they a make low budget Conan, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, no, he. Um, uh, Operation Dietrich. Yeah, the Fort Dietrich is where they do biological weapons in the U.S. or where they used to. Yeah, they, you're you're right. Yeah, this was a, they said the onset of the AIDS epidemic in the U.S. during the '80s was accompanied by an elaborate Soviet disinformation campaign. They were even up to it back then. Mm. Um, <laughs> of course, it was the Cold War. <laughs> the uh, Soviet Secret Service (KGB) spread the rumor that the U.S. developed AIDS mm. at Fort Dietrich as a biological weapon and tested it on prison inmates, ethnic minorities, and gay people. And mm. the U.S. was deliberately deflecting blame by saying the disease um, you know, originated in Africa. Mm. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, sure, there's a, a million conspiracy theories abounding right now Wait about a coronavirus. It, it originated in Africa? I just blessed the rains there. Am I okay? Was I infected? You got AIDS. Sorry. Damn it! <laughs> Well, I'm going to take um, some time to do the things I never had. Yeah, you might as well. Yeah. So. Take some time for some self-reflection. Yeah. Um, if anybody got that, guys, please. I think my favorite thing yeah. about the uh, coronavirus is some of the some of the myths coming out about non-vaccine treatments. Right. Because, you know, they, they said, oh, oh, the U.S. government's sitting on the vaccine, which obviously isn't happening. Uh, but this is my favorite one. They said the best way, this is coming out of, uh, this is spreading around Europe. They said there were several viral tweets purporting that snorting cocaine would sterilize one's nostrils of the coronavirus. I believe it. I kind of believe that too. Mm -hmm. I tried it last night. Um, I feel healthy today, you know? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Others claim that, uh, that hand sanitizer is actually antibacterial, not antiviral. However, um, hmm. uh, they have proven that that is uh, pretty effective against the virus. Let's see here. This guy. Oh, and then there's been all the like, Jim Baker with his uh, silver solution. Mm -hmm. Or this guy here, this QAnon guy, um, he promoted gargling miracle mineral supplement, uh, which is basically just industrial bleach, which I actually think those QAnon supporters should go ahead and just continue practicing that. They'll cure the, uh, they'll cure the virus. Well, you know, there's some QAnon people who actually believe that this is part of the, pay, uh, the president's plan coronavirus and yeah to kill who no it's to like his, to, his entire it's so that they can use it to quarantine people and um shut down borders so they can arrest the cabal of of um you know carnivorous cannibal cannibal cannibalistic pedophiles who rule the world secretly that's why they created yeah, this it's all weapon. a cover so they can arrest them huh it's draining the swamp 101 yeah. <laughs> you know that's it's a really creative way to drain the swamp though that's right uh this guy here estonian minister of the interior mart helme recommended wearing warm socks and mustard patches as well as spreading goose fat on your chest <laughs> to treat the virus i actually think that one seems rather substantial like i might try that, that one yeah you know? might be a good idea I'd like to smear goose fat on my chest and then go to like Echo Park and just run around at the geese and see what just happens. Just screaming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a good way to protect yourself. Um, You'll probably protect yourself from AIDS that way too. Yeah, I think so. No one's going to want to have sex with you with goose mm. fat all over you. Yeah, so these conspiracy mm. theories don't really need evidence you don't need mm. evidence to make a conspiracy theory these days mm. so i think what people need to do is just use critical thought when uh you know 
reading the news, yeah. seeing people's posts on Facebook. That's the, that's the other funny thing about Facebook, too. Now everybody's like an expert phlebotomist. Oh, my God. We're all going to die. Yeah, yeah, you do. But keep in mind. I can't I, get toilet paper. Can you believe it? I think what you should do is just kind of sit back and just watch the world burn. Why not? I just wish I had a better place to live to do it from, you know? Yeah, no, that's better. kind of, that would be better. I wonder, like, if, because uh, L.A. is so dense. I've thought about that, too. Like, if there's, like, a, a zombie-type outbreak mm. here, we'd be fucked. There's way too many people. Yeah. You know? Maybe we should set fire to the city. Do you mean start the looting? Yeah, I mean, it worked 30 years ago. Yeah, I, you know? that, could, that could do it. Real estate was, that was when you wanted to buy real estate, let me tell you. I'm just wondering, let's, mm. I'd say we take a wager, gentleman's wager here. Mm-hmm. How long do you think it'll be till like uh, the chaos just rises to like a fevered pitch and the looting begins? I'm saying two weeks. I don't think that's going to happen. You don't think, do you think the I National think Guard in, would in shut it week, down? I think in a week we'll be back to like fucking jerking off to Baby Yoda memes or whatever the fuck people do, you <sighs> I know? Yes. I honestly think so. Always comes back to that. And everyone will be like, I didn't think it was anything, even though I was posting constantly on Facebook about how we're all going (laughs) to fucking die. You know? Anyway. Don't go on Facebook. Just leave Facebook alone. Yeah, leave it alone. My God. Facebook's the real virus, if you ask me. The real monster is you. You know, I, I, for some reason, for the longest time, I thought, do you remember that book, There's a Monster at the End of This Book? Are you thinking of that Fred Schneider song and there's a monster in my pants? No. Okay. No. I'm thinking of a, of a Sesame Street children's book with Grover called There's a Monster at the End of This Book. Hmm. And the whole book, he's like, there's a monster at the end of this book. And for some reason in my memory for a long time until somebody told me recently it's not, I thought at the, at the last, on the last page of the book is like kind of like a mirror, you know? Oh, and was it? It is like the monster, the monster was you, you the whole time. And like as a child, like you, yeah, you like learn a valuable lesson about perspective or whatever. Wow. Um, but no, I just <laughs> that's how I ima- remembered it. Yeah, in that my book mind. seems like oddly. No, apparently no. The monster is just time. like it's just Grover. Like, oh, I'm a monster or something. You know? Is he? What the I, fuck is Grover? I guess he's a monster. Be. I guess. I don't know. Um, like kind of hairy and blue. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, no, the monster is not you. But I thought that was like a good lesson for kids. Yeah, I mean, but that sounds really woke. Yeah. You know, for the time. Mm. But but maybe we are the monsters. People, it's episode 730 here. Sick and wrong. We have some news stories coming up next. We have some phone calls a little later in the show. But first, here's a word about our Patreon page. Do you need more sick and wrong in your life? Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a Sick and Wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sickandwrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better Sick and Wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sickandwrong. So first story we have here uh, has to do with my favorite kind of pedo. This mm. is like the industrious pedo. This is a pedo who goes above and beyond. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of pedos out there that you know, go on the dark net and just watch a video of a bunch of like men gang raping a child. And then there's the ones that actually abduct children. Okay. And then there's the ones that actually put on a disguise <laughs> to be a child 
to uh, end up, uh, you know, sexually assaulting another <clears throat> child. Right, yeah. This guy goes above and beyond. Um, and, you, you know, my hat's off to him. Michael Wilson. Rats off to you. 64 years old. Mm. And this, is, this would only happen in the UK. He avoided jail on Friday as he was sentenced <clears throat> to 12 months in prison, uh, was suspended. The 12 months... Uh, the 12 month prison um, sentence was suspended um, and he avoided jail, but he's on probation. But that's like, that would only happen in the UK because if anyone did this, if any, if any man sexually assaulted a teenage girl, you would definitely be going to jail for a little while here. Yeah, you'd either go to jail or you'd get like burned alive in your basement like Freddy Krueger or yeah, something. I mean, you know? just, <laughs> so yeah. this 64 year old man dressed as a 13-year-old schoolboy before sexually assaulting Wait, a teenage guy? girl. He's how? 64 years old. Okay, all right. He dressed as a 13-year-old. Right. And we have a picture. And this is a hard story because obviously it's, it's horrific, the crime <laughs> that's happened. But it's like off, you know, it's like, is this a Rob Schneider movie? That's, that's, that's what it reminds me. Do you ever see that one <laughs> SNL skit with Steve Buscemi? Where he's like wearing a, a shirt that just says rock band. And no. then he's like got his hat yeah. on backwards. He's just like, yeah. how do you do, fellow kids? How, and this was a high school he went to? or <laughs> Yeah, no, he went to like a junior how high. How old was he supposed to be? 13. He's got a beard though. I mean, look at him. <laughs> he's really precocious in that department, the facial hair department. Yeah, I mean, what the fuck? He kind of looks a bit like Jason Schwartzman in Rushmore. But with a beard. He looks like Mo Howard, but with a beard. He looks exactly like <laughs> He does Mo have Howard. a Mo haircut, though. Yeah, like if Mo like, became a little more serious later in life and like went on <laughs> inside the actor's studio. And be like... So not only did this guy you know, wear this whole mm. costume to dress as a schoolboy mm. in order to sexually assault a teenage girl, he wrote a story about it called My Life as a 13-Year-Old Schoolboy. It just got optioned by a Nickelodeon. <laughs> They're turning into. <laughs> he wrote this yeah. after he wore a wig and a school uniform and squeezed a teenager's backside in Bridlington Hall in January of last year. He looks like serious Mo. He does. He yeah. Kinda, yeah. He really. Yeah. <laughs> Mo, what were you thinking when you invented the eye gouge? Hmm. The pervert avoided jail. He was handed a suspended prison sentence on Friday. He is now subject to sexual harm prevention or mm. to a sexual harm prevention order for seven <laughs> years. That's like a nonce prevention order yeah. in which he's prohibited from buying any kind of school clothing. What? So no more kids' uniforms for him. Apparently, that's a they they must in the UK. They must have stores where you buy the uniforms. But I didn't think. Oh, so he's what is they got his picture at every uh, like don't sell a thirteen year old boy's like, uniform. It's like okay, okay, you got towels. It seems yes, very good. <laughs> uh, uh, pillowcases, yes, that's all above board there. Wait a minute, short pants. You're not allowed to buy short pants. Get out of here, sir. Get out. Do they even make like school uniforms the size to fit like a, a, a grown adult man? Um. I know of uh, uh, cosplay, Chinese cosplay companies yeah, that I do. Yeah, those do. Because it's like, yeah. if you want to, people want to cosplay as whatever stupid anime character. Yeah, then they, you know. yeah, they'd have like a school uniform. Of course, yeah. So two schoolgirls saw Wilson walking towards them, wearing the wig, a white shirt, a blazer and tie, on the morning of January 8th, 2019. Mm. The defendant approached... And without asking anything, he just reached over and squeezed one of the girl's ass cheeks mm -hmm. before walking towards the school. 
He was then seen by a member of staff in an area close to the school building. Uh, the staff member initially thought he was a student, but as he approached closer, he realized he was not. I don't know what threw him off with that clever disguise. Yeah. I mean, to me, he looks just like a 13-year-old boy. Yeah. <laughs> Just blending in perfectly, master of disguise. It looks like he just looks like a like one of the worst, <laughs> like one of the 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 less remembered uh, Mike Myers sketches or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing though. I mean, could you imagine what these schoolgirls must have thought? Like, here's some weird man dressed yeah. up as a schoolboy. I think he reaches over and grabs her ass. I mean, it's got to be traumatic. Um, it's like, well, I don't know. He doesn't look yet. Well, he has cargo pants. So, uh, <laughs> the what, defendant what said uh, when when approached by the uh, staff member, he said, "Oh, I'm looking for someone." But then immediately walked off down the like to walk down the driveway mm. you know, with his uh, school loafers on. Mm. <laughs> um, the member of staff did manage to take a picture, and uh, then was given to the police. Police ended up uh, tracing it back to Wilson, and when they conducted a search of his home. They discovered a secret room, which contained a variety of school uniforms, a fake student identification card, and an old picture of him, as well as a document entitled, My Life as a 13-Year-Old Schoolboy. Do we have excerpts from that, please? I was looking. I couldn't find it. What the fuck? I know. Can you imagine? Like, this guy basically is like, like Batman. Like, I bet, you know, he basically has a pedo cave. He's like the jackal. I could, I, who, you mean... Uh, that guy who had all the disguises in that the, show. The, the, in the terrorist? Movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess he's kind of... But this guy has a secret room. Like, do you think he, like, pulled out a book? What do you mean he has a secret room? That's the thing. They, they went to his house, and as they were searching the house, they found a secret room. And in the room were all of his school uniforms, disguises, and this document. Well, dude, if I've learned anything from Lifetime movies, it's that everyone has a secret room. A secret room? It's just a matter of, <laughs> you know, moving the right book on the shelf. I just wonder you know? if it's like... And of course every pedophile has a secret room. But this of guy... Of course they do. I wonder if this dude had, like, all mm. his school, 13-year-old schoolboy uniforms all, like, underlit and mm. like kind of like you know <laughs> presented over there and he's just like yeah. today i will wear this one mm. much like batman with his many suits yeah it's kind of like bonerville i bet you bonerville mm. has a secret room but everything with like, all this kitty points everything's like really outdated probably you know <laughs> yeah bonerville yeah. has like a secret room with his collection of little girls shoes mm. <laughs> <laughs> um mr thompson uh the uh, prosecutor here he told the court the impact the incident had on the victim. So the victim, who had her ass grabbed, mm. overdosed on two occasions. She's become anxious, introverted, lost confidence, self-conscious, and has become a very unhappy young lady. And <laughs> the whole reason is because of this man and his 13-year-old schoolboy Wait a outfit. minute, wait a minute. What did this guy actually do? He when... just squeezed her butt, squeezed her ass cheek, her buttock. Okay. And that caused her to go on a She overdosed spiral. on what? I'm assuming some kind of opioid. But yeah, she probably overdosed not, twice. Probably it's England. So it's probably like... Treacle? I don't know. Yeah. They overdosed <laughs> Like, it's on probably not. It's, yeah, yeah, it's probably like something really stupid, you know? Smarties? What do, they call, know. what do they call Tylenol? They call it something else. Paracetamol. She overdosed on paracetamol, paracetamol. twice. <laughs> like, but I please, mean, God, it's bitch, like please. there's gonna be this. This girl is not prepared for society. 
I mean, yeah, you got, my, I know, yeah. it's a traumatic thing to get groped by some weirdo Absolutely. in a schoolboy outfit. Absolutely. But come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. You know, there's going to be a lot worse. Many worse things are going to happen to you in the span of your life. I mean, that, that's happened to me probably my, since I moved to L.A. I mean, I, How many I times have you been groped? By school, by grown men just <laughs> schoolboys? At least three times, I think. I got groped by the guy, yeah. uh, the lead singer mm. of Thrill Kill Cult. Yeah. With, uh, I was with Lenora. It was mm. like maybe a year ago. Right. Full on groping. Yeah. I haven't become anxious or introverted. I have lost confidence, well, you're I not guess. 13, first of all. That is true. So you can't really yeah. compare it. But still, I mean, I don't know. Every woman I know has some horrific story of shit from early childhood that's more horrific than what this is. <laughs> so it's like... This is almost comical. Yeah, but this not is quite. like if... If you if you like took another perspective at it, you'd have a story that would get you drinks for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm about God. to say. Yeah, you know, um, he's not allowed to go within a hundred meters of uh, the perimeter boundaries of a school. He's prohibited from having any contact with a child under the age of sixteen who's not related to him. Mm. He must also complete thirty-one sessions with the Horizon program, which I'm not quite sure mm. what that is and adhere to a sexual harm prevention order for seven years in which he's prohibited from purchasing school clothing. Do you think they <laughs> confiscated the outfits that he had enshrined in his secret Absolutely, room? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> They're just like, we're taking that. Yeah, we're also taking the beanie with the propeller on it. <laughs> <laughs> Not the beanie! No! Um, the judge here mm. said that uh, it was an unusual and sad case, calling Wilson a lonely, isolated, socially inadequate member of society, which I could probably describe you that yeah, way. Yeah, you could definitely you know? describe me as that. <laughs> I mean, that is pretty much my whole shit nowadays. He says, on the one hand, mm. you're clearly an intelligent 64-year-old man with no previous convictions and a good work history. On the other hand, as the years have worn on, you've become a lonely, isolated, socially inadequate member of society. And against that background, you developed an unhealthy preoccupa preoccupation of life as a schoolboy. Life <clears throat> as a schoolboy. Life as a schoolboy. I mean, can you imagine, like, the, the vim <laughs> and vigor in this guy? The piss and vinegar in this guy. There's a lot of piss and I don't a lot even, of vinegar. Like, he's got some get it. Say we, I mean, he's a whatever. It's moxie, horrible. This guy, but he's got some get up and go. Mm -hmm. He's a go getter, and just to put on. I mean, I, just I to don't go have to the, the. My God, you know. Yeah, that's the thing. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It's like some pedos like just drive around a car mm. and offer a kid candy or something. Like if I had that kind of get up and go, I'd go like I don't know, <clears throat> buy soap and then just sell it to people like online for more money or something. <laughs> buy hand but, sanitizer. Yeah, yeah. Rip people off on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, the judge said you acquired school clothes, kept a story of life as a schoolboy, dressed as a schoolboy, and attended the facility of your old school. Hmm. As far as the future risk is concerned, the probation service say they can address the risk you Wasn't pose. this the plot of Billy Madison? <laughs> <laughs> is that that Adam Sandler? Yeah, what? yeah, where he has to go back to the third grade. I think it is, actually. I think it is. Do you think that guy, do you think this guy watches Billy Madison and just masturbates, yeah. like, furiously? Yes, <laughs> that's boring. Wait, Wish wait. Fulfillment. What is his? What was his name when he was a schoolboy? Like, what was his fake name? Because he's I probably got a, really Somebody's say. like, oh, he's got a TikTok. He's definitely Rediger? got a TikTok. I don't know. He he's definitely to, got a TikTok. Yeah, he had to have done something. My God. I just wonder, like, yeah. did he try to like? Yeah, I got Angry mm. Birds on my phone. Like, what did he? How did he relate yeah. to the kids? I'm it really even, into that Olivia Newton John kids. 
What about her? I'm surprised he didn't go like, uh, I mean, if he's after girls, I'm surprised mm. he didn't try to dress as a 13-year-old school girl and go into the locker rooms or mm. something. Right. You know? I mean, with well, his, with well, his, does he have like, did he update his like cultural, you know, frame of reference? I mean, like, <laughs> I he's got know. like a poster of Britt Eklund on his wall, you know? How do you do, fellow <laughs> school children? Yeah. <laughs> I love the show Skins. Mm. How about you? Mm. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing. Who knows? Briefcase wanker, this guy. All right. Anyway, what do you have here for the second story? <clears throat> I've also got a story from uh, our 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 uh, sister country across the sea. Did you get this one from uh, Discord? No, I got it. From I love you. the fact that people are post. Oh yeah, yeah, I sent you this one. No, because everyone the stories people post on Discord, it's like. You know, uh, a man in an angry gorilla suit, you know, raped a baby with a stick or something. Or like, like literally, a gu- yeah, a guy like know. beats his mother so severely that she uh, <laughs> shits herself. Yeah. Wasn't that a story in there? Yeah. Some, I mean. Well, that's what our fans uh, enjoy comedy, hearing about. You know, <laughs> for the picking with comedy. We're but all I about the tragic comic. Okay. Yeah, comic is essential. Choose those. Not just the tragic. Mm. It's like, oh, you know, a woman tries to save her baby, but then gets disemboweled by, like, an, you know, an angry homeless person and then, <laughs> who then eats the baby. Oh, my God, that's yeah. hilarious. All right. So. A little knee slapper. We had sex, then she asked me to murder her ex, but I still love her. Wow. Mm. Hmm. So. It's a Michael Bolton song. That is right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A man who uncovered his girlfriend's plot to kill, to kill my, my sir, to kill uh, her former husband has revealed how she told him about her murderous plans as she lay in his arms after sex. That's some uh, that is peculiar a- post-coital conversation. Yeah. It's also a terrible sentence. <laughs> um, Graham Wall said Victoria Breeden, 39, wanted Rob Parks, 40, dead because he had won custody of their daughter Ooh, when a father wins custody there's a, something wrong with the mother yeah like <laughs> you gotta be pretty fucking retarded i mean for a judge like, to give yeah. custody to the mother or to the father rather yeah. than the mother something horrible had to have happened yeah you gotta have like you know fucking uh cigarette butts in your cheerios yeah that's what i was thinking like she was you know? burning genitals with a yeah. crack pipe or something mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, uh, Graham, 45, said that as he and Breeden lay in bed after making love one night, she had begun to cry. Ooh, God, We've all been, been there. there. Oh, We've man. We've all been there. Yeah, yeah no, and it, there's, like, yeah. different forms of crying. Like, I've, I've had girls cry because, like, they're overcome mm. by the orgasm and just, right. like, so emotional from it. I've had them cry from being just severely disappointed yeah. after having sex with me or, mm. or maybe realizing that they just had sex with a Jewish man. I don't know what it was, yeah, but I've, I've had, I've had that happen. Yeah. Weren't you saying that you usually get this the thousand yard stare? Yeah, like she just came back from <laughs> Vietnam the next morning. I, you know, She's just like, I guess this is my life now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the nadir of existence. Yeah, I've had that before too. Uh-huh. Yeah, it happens. Oh, well. Uh, yeah, so... When the uh, drugs wear off. <laughs> he asked, 
why are you crying? Didn't you enjoy it? Because apparently he's 25, not 45. Who the fuck? What? <laughs> what the fuck? Honestly, you're asking that question, dude? Like, get the fuck I'm out I'm sure here. she didn't. Believe you know, me. You could figure it out. You could yeah. figure out. Jesus Christ. Breeden replied, and this is why you never ask questions about anything. Never just you should never, you yeah. should just let it let her cry and yeah, go yeah. watch telly or something. Yeah. So she said she replied, "Yes, I did. That's the problem. I'm happy, but my daughter is not. You must know somebody. You must know somebody who can get rid of him." She added, "If you can't do that, then you are of no use to me." Damn, she is harsh. Yeah. If you can't do that, you are of no use to me. If you can't do that. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so... That's it's pretty harsh. Like, you're naked, lying in bed. You just, you know, just had an orgasm. Yeah. And that's the first thing. Like, you're of no use to me unless you kill someone. Yeah. Yeah, how do you respond to that? Have you ever had that? To ask to murder someone? Yeah, I don't think that's ever come no. up for me. I think I've offered to murder people for one thing, yeah. but I don't think anyone's asked me to. So... Um... Have you ever offered uh, to serve someone in exchange for sex? I've definitely been in situations where it was like newly in love. Like if she had asked, I'd be like, sure. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. Why not? Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Graham dismissed it thinking she was not serious, but later found evidence that she was, in fact, <laughs> deadly serious. He's like, oh, you're yeah. so funny. You're such a card. She's dead ass serious. Uh, dead went, ass serious. Yeah. Dead ass. See, that's what that schoolboy should have said. Oh, yeah. He's you know? just a dead yeah. ass serious. Yeah. He went to the police, and uh, this weak mother of three breeding. I don't even know what that means. Weak mother? She's oh, a, this week. This week. Mother of three breeding. God, that's not an adjective. All right. Mother of three is not an adjective, but whatever. Was convicted on three counts of soliciting murder. So, um, Graham left the court in tears and now says he still loves the woman who could be jailed for life for a crime which he reported. Wait, so he snitched on he her. snitched. And now he's like, God, does he go visit her in prison and be he like, told, I'm sorry, love. He told the mirror, we had some great times together. <laughs> I truly loved her and I miss her now still. Uh, but it's like, well, you should have fucking killed that motherfucker. You God. know? Yeah, this guy's like, I bet you he looks like Carl Pilkington. Mm. Remember that guy? Yes. He was on uh, yeah. the, the Ricky Gervais radio show. Yeah, I know who he is. The, the, this yeah. guy reminds me of him. Mm. When you genuinely love someone, it's very difficult to stop that love, irrespective of what they have done. This is like, he was a virgin before this chick. Oh, had to have been. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But when, I can't believe he turned her in then. When you jit, because there are those guys that are like, they're just waiting until like women in their mid 30s get divorces. Then they're like, then, then they, it's yeah. their time to shine. It's That's their time their to become a stepdad. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> like, they move in to be a stepdad. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Because at that point, women are just like, I just yeah. want a guy that's going to pay for stuff and yeah, not, yeah. not beat me. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's right. just like, I just want like a respectable guy that has a job. <laughs> yeah. And then these guys mm. who can't get laid and yeah. never could get laid just move in. The best thing about these stepdads, though, is they will buy you video games. Oh, yeah. That is the best thing yeah, about they these would. stepdads. Well, and, because they want to win your love. Yeah. And like an angry 
you know. I never got to experience the that. The nerdy stepdad. I never got to experience it. a stepdad mm. like that, where mm. it's like, where you call them by their, fir- like, okay, Carl. Yeah. You know, it's like you call yeah, them yeah. by their first name. I never had that. I always wanted it. Fuck you, Alan. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. you, Alan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so... um. But now I'm wondering if she ever really loved me or at all or saw me as an opportunity, yeah? A feeble-minded man who she could manipulate. <laughs> Wait, he's describing himself he's as feeble-minded? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This guy is Carl Pilkington. So she, she's an ex-children's nursery worker, this woman. Well. Yep. So, um, and he met her after spotting her profile on Badoo. Badu. Badu. Is that like some kind of UK dating site? Yeah, it's a UK dating site for people that are fetishistically obsessed with Erica Badu. (laughs) (laughs) Do all the women have to look like Erica Badu? They they at least have to wear like colorful headscarves. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's what I I don't know. I've never heard of it before. I have no idea. Badu. Okay. All right. Within they have a- been getting like really particular those things these days. Yeah, like, very yeah. specific. Uh-huh. Within hours uh, of exchanging messages, they were talking at length on the phone. The following day, they went on a date to Wells Next the Sea Beach in Norfolk. Norfolk. Wells Next the Sea, I think, is a town. Oh, because okay. people are just you never know. I mean, that's that's the type of you yeah, know. Yeah. I just mailed a shitload of t-shirts to the yeah. UK. And some of the towns there, I don't even understand. Like, yeah. they're like six, it's like six words for a town. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's ridiculous. And it's like, well, what's this? Well, we named the town because it was next to a bird. So we called it Town Adjacent the Bird. Newcastle you know? upon Avon Stratford Thames. Yeah. It's like, what the mm. fuck is that? It's like, uh, the bird is not going to be there forever, guys. Yeah. You know, don't. Don't do that. So was she just on the on Badoo mm. website, just trolling for a potential murderer? Like just looking for murderers? That's what this is looking like. Wow. Yeah. Right. So dad of one, Graham. And again, not an adjective. All right. <laughs> dad of uh, one. She seemed very charming and outgoing with a good sense of humor. I fell for her right away. Straight away. It felt like we had known each other for a long time. Yeah, all right. All right, you know, yeah, sure, yeah. Just wait, you know, wait till she asks you to murder someone. I wonder what point he like unboxes his like tabletop gaming stuff to show his new stepson. (laughs) You know, (laughs) ah, shit. Um, Within weeks, train driver Graham and Braden were inseparable as she moved into his flat. Within weeks. Within weeks. Within she weeks. already moved. Wait, she moved her. Wait, she moved in. She doesn't have any kids now, being that the father got the kids. Yeah. She has to be a drug addict. Uh, he. Well, she could just be like trash. You know, um, she could just be yeah, like off be. track betting, drinking <laughs> fucking night train. And he could just be, you know, she definitely V-carded well, this He's feeble minded. Oh it God. sounds like he might be a rotundo. He was a virgin for sure. Oh, for sure. Short time later. Breeden told him how she had lost custody of two of her three children, blaming university sweetheart Rob, so that she did go to university. So wait, 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 yeah. wait, hold on a second. She lost two of the three? Yeah. How did they give her one? I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
but you lost two. Yeah. Wouldn't you be pissed off if you're the one? And it's like, great, I get to live yeah. with my crackhead mom. Yeah. Like, fuck like, you, court system. These two children are awarded to the custody of the father, but you can keep Stuart. <laughs> you can keep... Fuck Stuart. Take him. Keeps the shit. He's the yeah. one with fetal alcohol syndrome. Right. You can keep that one. Water on the brain. Web toes. <laughs> yeah, web toed duck boy yeah. over there. You keep that one. Mm. Or maybe he's a teenager. Well, what if the dad was just like, yeah, I don't want that one. I'll take <laughs> these two. <laughs> God. Or he's going to be like rejection. a teenager. You know, oh, yeah, so that could be. Choose. Yeah. Like, I don't go with him. No. But that's fine, Ket Mean Kevin. I don't, <laughs> we don't want you here anyway. Uh. Graham said, Victoria made serious allegations saying he was a bad man, influential, and in with all the authorities. I was shocked and she was fearful I was going to walk away from her. But no, it's probably should do a nerdier voice for this or something, but I yeah, can't a... be bothered. I just can't be bothered today. I, li I like whatever die. bastardization yeah, yeah. of yeah. an English accent yeah. that is. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> uh, it's like my worst... Yeah, is that from one. Narnia? Yeah, I don't, from, yeah, I don't know where that comes from, but yeah. It's the uh, the fucking fawn from <laughs> Narnia. <laughs> hey, welcome to my tree. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I'm falling in love with, it, with you, is what he told her. Uh, in time, Grand began to see a darker side to Breeden. Well, it sounds like it. A talented musician who could play five instruments. She could play five instruments? She can, apparently, wow. yeah. So. Hmm. Uh, she tried to control me psychologically and would guilt trip me into doing what she wanted. God, he sounds like such a wuss. Yeah. Uh, her only income was disability benefits for mobility issues. And she told Graham she was skint. What does that mean? She was skint, yeah? Does skint mean like broke? I looked it up, yeah. It means broke? Yeah. Huh. Never heard that. Because I thought, I thought it meant like, you know, in debt to an ogre. That's what I thought it meant. I thought skint? I pretty, yeah. <laughs> I'm skint. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't. She sounds like such like, a grifter, though. Yeah. Like, so she's grifting the, the disability benefit. Yeah. She's probably not even, like, disabled, but yet she rides mm -hmm. around in a motorized wheelchair. But while working on her house... God. He was working on her house at some okay. point. He found a stash of cash. Ooh. Wads and wads, like thousands of dollars in cash. Damn, dude. Drug yeah. money. I so, wonder where that came from. Oh, it was like $23,000. She had 23 bands. 23,000? 23 wow. bands, son. Damn, she could make it rain. bands, yeah. 23,000 pounds. Bitch. That's like 50 grand. Yeah. Man. So, uh, yeah. And so, and she was offering, apparently she was offering five grand to, to kill uh, Rob fucking Parks, you know. About five grand to kill the Probably husband. just to kill a man who smells like Axe body spray. <laughs> Probably, you know, my God. Um, yeah, so uh, it was around this time Breeden asked Graham to find someone to kill Rob. He dismissed the comment as off-the-cuff remark. And suggested she should fight for custody through the courts. But six months later, she made a similar threat against Rob, saying, It would be better if he wasn't here. Then I would get her back. 
it was around this time, August, uh, that Graham thought he heard someone in the background while on the phone to Breeden and saw a strange car parked outside her home. Ooh. <clears throat> Wait, so do you think this was another guy that she met on Badu to get to murder her husband? Uh, I mean, there's only a certain amount of Erica Badu enthusiasts <laughs> in, the, in the Norfolk area. But I just wonder yeah. how many guys from the mm. pub she brought home to try to convince and had sex with them to convince him to murder her ex. Yeah. That's what would bother me. And how many of them were named Jody? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Or Kelly. Right, yeah. Uh, his suspicions that she was cheating on him led, led him to leave his mobile recording on a shelf at her home in last October. Well, that's you know, if kinky. If you did that in California, that'd be illegal. That's um, kinky, though. He wanted to mm, record it? Yeah. Damn. All right. Cuck, cuck city over here. Yeah, this guy's <clears> a total <throat> full-on cuckold. Yeah. So he heard a three-hour conversation between Breeden and Earl Gurnon. You know, looking at that, you don't know how close I came to saying Greedo. (laughs) (laughs) McClunky! Yeah, so (laughs) she had met him on a dating website. Wow, she met. So this it's is not like a hitman website. It's a yep. shitty. God, date. she yeah. just has sex with them and yeah. then convinces them to kill her uh, ex-husband. Yeah. Um, initially, yeah. <laughs> Graham said initially, I thought she was planning to kill me, but a few minutes later, it would become clear it was Rob she was trying to get rid of. So then he just runs off to the police, to the popo, and snitches her out. Yeah, yeah. God. So he confronted her. But when she refused to dis- discuss the recording, he took it to the police. I was fearful for myself and for Rob. Oh, poor man. Rob. I mean, poor Rob, you know? What, is he having sex with Rob now? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah. What I heard on that tape broke me inside. I, I knew telling the police was the right thing to do, but after making the report, I felt so guilty. Well, yeah, because how's this guy ever going to get laid again? It broke my heart because I knew I was never going to see her again. (laughs) And also, poor Rob. Poor Rob. Uh, Yeah, so... uh, (laughs) I bet you Rob's like, fuck that bitch. In 2014, she offered friend Hamish Lowry Martin 5,000 pounds. (laughs) Wait. To find a a hitman. Just a finder's fee. This was in 2015? 2014, yeah. So six years she's Mm. been trying to kill Rob. Just fucking dudes from the pub and on online Uh dating sites. That's right. To kill her ex-husband. Yeah. Why didn't Hamish do it? With a name like that, you'd you'd be like an executioner. Because, yeah, because she gave him 5,000 pounds to find a hitman. So he's like, I'll get right on it. And he left. Of course, he. Well, what, yeah. would, what would you do at that point? You'd be I'd like. Go straight down to the pub and blow it off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'll get right on that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Let me go get that. I'll be right back. Yeah. Just, uh, I'll come back with a guy that's going to kill your husband. Yeah, and it's like, hey, you never found me a hitman. It's like, yeah, take it up with fucking. You know, Venmo customer yeah. support, <laughs> bitch. Come on. Five grand. God. Hmm. All right. And how how did she ever lo- mm. lose custody? I don't even know. There you go. Man. Yeah, well, there you go. So that's mm. what happens. Uh, you don't want to talk about murdering your ex right mm. after sex. I think you should wait at least another day. Mm. You know? <laughs> Let me go... <laughs> 
<laughs> Give it some time. Yeah. Uh, people send your story. Instagram podcast at uh, gmail.com. We have some phone calls coming up next. 323-522-4032 is that number of the Stickerong hotline. But first, uh, here's a lovely message from adamneve.com. Spice to your sex life? Go to adamandeve.com. You'll get 50% off your purchase, free shipping, two adult DVDs, and a product so sensual, we can't even mention it on this podcast. No, no. Just type the coupon code DIDDLE upon checkout. So we got a few phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 is that number. The first one is uh, directly addressing the turmoil that we're in right now with the coronavirus. Oh, yeah. I think this might be Jim Baker. Hmm. Brothers and sisters, I come before you today with a warning of the utmost importance. The end times are among us, yes, sir. Our young people are gathering in the throes of sexual immorality, witchcraft. Is this like that guy, Reverend Bob Sin or whatever? No, it's a different guy. Okay. Right. I don't know who this guy is. I think this is Al Sharpton or something. Okay. And podcasting. Oh, yes, the legions of Satan walk among us today, brothers and sisters. And the head of the serpent call themselves sick and wrong not content with the deicide of their forefathers. The inheritor now seek to tempt the flesh with tantalizing gifts such as outtakes, extra news stories, and even phone calls. Yes, I know. I know. I wasn't expecting it to take this turn. Yeah, neither did I. Yeah, I, you know, I thought I kind of thought it, when it, I didn't listen to this whole call, but okay. that was about the coronavirus. <laughs> Is this like a Patreon promo? Yeah, this is what it sounds like. I guess I should yeah. listen to this one. Huh. But be strong, for you know that though they claim it is but five dollars a month. But unlike Wilford Brimley, this guy's clearly just yeah. winging it. <laughs> this guy you know? is well because he keeps like stopping and starting and yeah. pausing, and then yeah, yeah no, he's mm. winging it. Mm. The true cost is an eternity in hell. So, if you love your spirit, love your what? Spirit. Spir- <laughs> is that what you said? Your spirits? Your spirits. Yeah. Right. I think he said spirit. But oh, he, your spirit. He was trying to All say right. something else that made more sense and then didn't. Okay. Do not, I repeat, do not support Sick and Wrong Patreon. Thank you. All right. Well, All right. end times happen yeah. on that page. It's nice thought. Yeah. Nice. Uh, thank that, you. That, was, that yeah. was a very, very kind gesture. Yeah, yeah. From the... Uh, 
uh, snake handler minister or whatever right. that guy yeah. was. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, if you don't want all those those fun extras, then just don't go and be mm. tempted by Lord Satan over on the Patreon page. Mm. All right, well, thank you there, um, Jim Baker or whatever. <clears throat> uh, next call here is none other than Boner Villain, who has another Bo- message. He's back. Do you think uh, Boner Villain uh, though? Uh, 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 you, this is the the cold coronavirus. This is like the 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 moment Boner Villain has been waiting mo- for. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because this is like if you this think about like it, mom spaghetti. Yeah, you know, I mean this is his moment. Sweaty. This is his whole thing. Yeah. Well, do you remember that movie Twenty Eight Days? Da-dum, da-dum. Remember that movie Twenty Eight Days? Later. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Twenty eight days, days later. We've had this fucking conversation. I don't know how many times. It's twenty eight days. Sandra Bullock. Twenty eight days is a Sandra Bullock rehab movie. Okay, all right. right. Not twenty eight days. Yeah. Twenty eight days uh, later with the zombies. You can't get those confused. Hey, they're pretty close. If one you think day about you're gonna, it. it's, it's gonna get you into some serious trouble with Sandra right. Bullock fans. Um, twenty eight yeah. days later. Do you remember that movie? Yeah. Do you remember that scene mm. where it's like? They had the out the outbreak had mm. been around for what I don't know a month. Yeah, and they're like, well, months. now we got to rape everybody. Yeah, now we got to rape everybody. Yeah, that's Bonerville. That is Bonerville. That is Bonerville. It's like now mm. I'm gonna get laid with my fucking yeah. arsenal of guns, and yeah. the fact that I live in the basement of my parents' home is meaningless mm. because it's an apocalypse. Yeah, he's gonna take full advantage of the situation. And my elder statesman Mo Howard disguise. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. Batman villain talking about the coronavirus. Uh, it's very because Chinese people are eating bats. Look it up. It's true. Um, but Batman villain made a lot of money off this shit because the fluctuations in the stock markets were. Do you think he's been selling like baby wipes or something these days? He just said because of fluctuations <laughs> in, in the, the stock, stock market. market. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Sure. You, I'm, I'm sure you made yeah. a lot of money with yeah. your quote stocks. Mm. There, boner villain. Significant. So, with automated investing tools, that Ben villain made, I don't know, $125,000. All right, you still suck. Your car's still worth like $5,000. And I can shit that on my ass. Fuck you. Would you. <laughs> He could do what with his ass? He could shit my Prius, which actually mm. is not worth $5,000. Yeah. By the way, it's worth less. Yeah, of course it's not yeah. worth $5,000. No, it's like from 2007 yeah. or something. Absolutely um, But he can shit one of those. He can actually pass one oh, out of wow. his bowels. Yeah, okay. He's got a very large yeah. colon, Boner Villain. So Boner Villain, what did you, sh- <laughs> what did you sell short? You know? That's what I'm What did you short to, uh, to to get your big winnings in the stock market? I think it's he probably yeah. what he probably did is mm. uh, sold all the stock in his company, Nambla Corporation. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> he yeah. just like folded it and sold yeah. all the stock. <laughs> so there you go. Well, um, what did he say at the beginning? This was kind of a kind of a not really a return to form for this guy. No, you're saying the Chinese started coronavirus because they're eating bats, right? Yeah. There he is, spreading misinformation, boner right. villain. 
Uh, but hey, man, Maybe you know what? reading them. This is your moment right now. Yeah. I'm sure you got all your guns yeah, yeah. like loaded with your ammunition and it's you're ready. To shine. You're ready to get laid for the first well, time I mean, ever. We're all going to be, he's going to be laughing because we're going to be all outside of his compound like, no, we were wrong. Please, <laughs> Please let us in. We're, before we get killed, he's like, oh, <laughs> with his giant like fucking... You know, <laughs> RPG or whatever the fuck, you know. It's like, a, I'm sorry for making fun of you all these years. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'd rather He's just... definitely got these that drawn out as comics. Oh, you know? yeah, for sure. With Sonichu. With just them. like, yeah, yeah. Dean Harrison mm. just burning in the right, hellfire. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Please, getting... we were so wrong. You're so cool. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's got mm. a harem of blonde, buxom women. Yep. Yeah, they want to be protected by Boner Villain. He, is he those guys? <laughs> he must be those guys that always post in blogs I like. That's like, I made over $5,000 in the stock market last month. Because of fluctuations. It was fluctuations that did it. I was like, what do I do? How do I invest? And then I was like, wait a minute. Look at these fluctuations. <laughs> what, what if I... <laughs> what if I took advantage of them? He's a Way master of the stock market. That yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, who yeah. needs a differential calculus when you you have your fucking, you know, massive powers of observance that you could see the fluctuations. Thank you. Bona villain. Great work. All right. Well, Great work uh, out there. I hope you have fun during the apocalypse. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's your good times. Ugh. All right, next call we have here. This is a two-parter about a stuttering mm. man. A stuttering, oh, the stuttering man. Stutter. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> is that strutter? That's strutter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The stuttering man. Whoa. It's a uh, kink song, I think. No, I think it's Neil, Neil Young. Oh, is it Neil Young? Oh, yeah. The <laughs> stuttering man. Whoa. Hey blokes, Cramps here. Um, got a story Cramps. for you. Cramps. Cramps. This happened yep. to me quite a few years back, but um, I just moved uh, right next to a bowling club. And uh, if you don't have bowling clubs in the states, uh, bowling clubs in Australia are basically all-day pubs, and um, bowling they clubs. generally house old people who sit in there all day on the piss. And um, by the night time, they're just completely maggot. What the? <laughs> get the fuck! You fired. Wait, that's some Australian You're slang so I've never heard they of just before. They sit, sit there all all night, all night on the piss, and uh, by shibbies, they're totally maggot. Yeah, is that what he said? The they become fuck? maggots after yeah. seven. Yeah, that's what happens to most uh, older, elderly Australian people. Yeah. Turn into maggots. That's true. After drinking yeah. too many Fosters, it's like the binding of Isaac. Yeah, yeah. God, Jesus. Um, what's he talking about? Like a bowls club? Is it like a bowling alley? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say like the pier is maybe like the field where you do lawn bowling. Oh, it's lawn bowling. I don't know. I'm just guessing because the know. weather's nice, and it, I feel like in England, if the weather was nice. Everyone would just be lawn bowling all the time. They you know? probably would be. That'd yeah. probably be it. I wonder if like Americans were like, "Fuck this shit." It would be like Wang Chung tonight, and they're like, "We're gonna we're gonna put on goofy bowling. shoes. Yeah. We're gonna go indoors. We're gonna drink a lot of beer, and we're gonna bowl in like a yeah. bowling alley." Right. Like, I wonder if we're just like, "Fuck that fucking English queer bowls or whatever those are." So we go inside. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what Americans were doing. I see. You know, 
Yeah. But I've never heard of these like bowling clubs. Can a young person go there? Like, is it a, is it a thing that we can do? Yeah. Sometimes you go and, and uh, you know, you'll go with like a volunteer group and just pick the maggots off the people <laughs> after seven o'clock or whatever. Do they become human again at sunrise? Yeah, it's like Castlevania. Okay, yeah. so as soon as sundown, it's like they become maggots. <laughs> That's right. And then they become human again. Castlevania. Drinking. Is it like a cycle? Like it's cyclical? Like they drink the Fosters, become yeah. maggots, yeah. sunrise, and then back to human. That's right. All right. Yeah, it's like a metamorphosis, mm. you know. Kafka. Franz Kafka's It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Anyway, uh, as I was living by myself, I frequent in that pub uh, or the bowling club and got to know all of the do you think he's going there to pick up older ladies he could be I bet you he is yeah cramps just mm. moving in there mm. <laughs> slick old blokes there and um, there was this one guy who uh, he was an old old fella and he this better be about all the racist things that old <laughs> Australian people say about <laughs> aboriginals because like my god regular Australians are pretty racist can you imagine the, or, <laughs> the, the older old people Australia? oh my god it'll be the best yeah mm. he just had the most brutal stutter and uh, anytime he'd come in all of the all of the old blokes would just start you know, taking the piss out of him and um, just making fun of him. And I kind of felt sorry for him. I was a young guy. Look, this stuttering Sheila. Yeah. I, I was the younger. Can't do an Australian accent. I nah, wish I I've could. never been. I could more adequately make fun of them, but f f f one day. F f fosters. Yeah. Just there by years. And uh, I kind of felt sorry for this bloke. So every time he'd come in, I'd always sit down and, you know, just have a beer with him. And, um, one time I was heading back from work and uh, decided to pop into a different pub and um, I walk in through the doors and who's there sitting by himself but... A maggot. A giant maggot. <laughs> he hadn't turned into a maggot yeah. yet. Yeah. The fucking guy with the stutter. I was like, fucking hell. So sat down with him and had a beer with him. And um, mm. while I was having a beer with him... I don't understand this. Yeah. Like, I've been to plenty of bars I frequent. It's like, I don't know. I mean, maybe this guy's just a really nice guy or something. He's just a mm. compassionate individual. But would you, like, go out of your way to be friends with this stuttering old guy? Maybe I'm just antisocial. I don't want to talk to anyone. I mean, I'm, I will talk to people at a bar if it's, you know. I get, but would you go out of your way because this guy... Is stuttering and he's sitting there by himself. Would you go sit at his table, be like, "Oh, hey there, stuttering old man"? No, because generally I have this ambition of getting less depressed <laughs> yeah, if I go to a like, bar. I, it never a, happens. It's it's you know it's a goal I can never reach, but I try. Not to mention stuttering people mm. just fucking just irritate me. You gotta yeah, you start finishing their sentences. Yeah, and it's yeah. just like just fucking spit it yeah. out. God yeah. damn it, m m you're maggot. Just, 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 try to say maggot. Maggot. Okay. There was a country band that was playing music and uh, a Hank Williams song came on and I was like, fuck, I love Hank Williams. And uh, he's like, oh, do you? I've got all of his records at home. Um, <laughs> Guess what? I am Hank Williams. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. The guy said, I've got all of his records at home. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, See, this, this is why you talk to old people. This is why you talk to old people. Maybe. And if you want, I can give you all of his records. So I'm like, fuck yeah, sweet. So anyway, he, you know, stutters, stutters on and he, he's like, well, look, after we finish up here, uh, 
What do you think is going to happen? I'm sorry. I don't know, but I think there's going to be some You think he's going to get turned into a walrus boy? <laughs> I, I, think, a... I think this okay. is going to be like that movie Tusk. Okay. He's going to yeah. have to fight him in a walrus mm. outfit or okay. something. Yeah. Although, this is a technique my brother does. My brother's like, Oh, you like video games? I got lots of video games in my house. <laughs> and then he brings a young boy back to his yeah. house. So I, I, I would be wary of going back to the stutterer's home. I didn't know your brother was Sweet Tooth from Twisted Metal. <laughs> what the fuck is... All right. Mm. That's how he gets laid it. these days. Mm. Head back to my place and um, I'll give you all the records. So I'm like, okay, fine. So <laughs> Would you be suspicious into... of this? No. You would go like I'd totally be like go. sure, because old know. people have a lot of stuff and they'll give it to you. It I happens. Guess. Yeah, it's a thing. A lot of beers, and uh, he ends up staying the, the entire night. I'm sure Dahmer said I got a lot of Hank Williams records at least <laughs> once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm. and it'd be like, I don't believe that. I believe you have a lot of Gentle Giant records. <laughs> But that's about it. Um, until close, so we end up getting the ass out of the the the, the, the pub we're in, and um, stumble out of there and head back to his place. Um, now we get to his place, and he's 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 like, "Oh, would you like a beer?" And I was like, "Yeah, fair enough. I'll have a beer." So he goes, "I oh, sit down in the." If you you know. <laughs> This guy doesn't yeah. score at the pub. Instead, he goes with, a, with yeah. an elderly stutterer back to his house to get Hank Williams records. All right. You know, uh, if if when you go to somebody's house in Australia and they offer you a beer and you refuse, they have the right to murder you uh, legally. Yeah, I think that's what happens. It's considered such an insult that they do have the right to murder you. In the lounge room, so set to, set down. And he's like, I'll be back in a tick. And so he stumbles off into the kitchen and he's, I'm just waiting there and waiting there and contemplating the decisions that I make. And, and, uh, he's gone for like fucking 10 minutes. Oh, I'd be nervous. Uh, when all of a sudden there's this fucking almighty crash in the kitchen. Uh, all of a sudden he dances out naked as a giant <laughs> witch. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. He comes out with like a wig on. Uh, it's like I'm Liza Minnelli. He fought her. was in the circus. <laughs> well, I can't. I can't even do it. I can't, I can't do I, it. I don't even know what that is. Crikey. I gotta learn how to do that fucking thing. Oh, God, you know? I hate that. Then my, I feel like my life would improve. Um, well, look, that's three minutes. I'll give you a call back. All right. Now, well, now there's a cliffhanger going yeah. on. So he's with the stutterer. The guy, like, mm. there's a big crash in the kitchen. So wait, he sat in this guy's living room for 15 minutes. Mm. While the uh, while while the guy's in there, would you yeah. be like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And there's probably one of those old clocks with like the cat's eyes that goes back and forth. Was he like, just getting him a beer? Uh, yeah, dude, I, that guy was totally putting his balls in your beer. Yeah. Hey there, cramps again. Part two of my stuttering man story. Um, <laughs> so yeah, after the crash, I jump up and I run into the kitchen and uh, there's the old man splayed out in the middle of the kitchen floor um Naked. completely unconscious oh, and oh, covered in oh. beer and glass uh so <laughs> so did you just take the hank williams records yeah. and run <laughs> it's like that scene from uh smoke i don't know if i ever saw is that harvey uh, keitel movie, yeah harvey right? keitel yeah. Yeah. All right. 
had some sort of mishap uh, while he was carrying two long necks of beer and um, so I'm sort of freak out and you know yeah, I thought he was going to be splayed out on the couch naked. That's what I thought. He was going to like go mm. in there. The guy's mm. going to come out and start doing some kind of like dance routine. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> like a Tom Waits song or something. Yeah. Checking if he's okay. And uh, eventually he sort of comes to and he, he screams out, Mate, I can't move me legs. So, oh my fucking hell. So I call the Ambos and, um, you know, the Ambos finally arrive. They put him onto a stretcher. And I love how Australians fl- can't just say ambulance. No, they it's can't. It's like the Ambos. It's got a key. They can't say anything. Everything's got to be a cute, be a cute little fucking, fucking name. Yeah. Yeah. The Ambos. Cleaning mm. up all the shit in the kitchen and follow them out the front. Of, um, and... As I'm standing there next to the bed, he grabs, grabs me by the hand, and he's like, I love, 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 love you, m- 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 mate. And I'm like, fuck, just fucking end this night. And um, the Ambo takes me aside, and she's like, oh, look, I'm really sorry, but I think um, your grandfather's actually done quite a bit of damage to his spine. Um, we need to take him in for some tests, obviously. Um, and... You're like, where is that my grandfather? We're lovers. Yeah. And it's like, you know, this is what the danger of having beers that are that big and heavy. Yeah. You I know, mean, Foster's are bring, huge cans. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to like you're trying to bring it on a tra- tray. You're going to fucking wreck your whole spine. My God. Yeah. Did you want to ride in the back of the ambulance with us? And I'm like, oh, no, he's not. He's not my granddad. And she's like, your dad? And I was like, no, not my dad. And she's like, oh, your housemate then. And I said, oh, no, I don't live here. And she goes, who who are you? What's the, the opposite of a rent boy? <laughs> oh, wait, the guy who's we... like paying the money? Wait, the, the guy, wait, are you saying the old the guy? The patron, yes. The patron. I, yeah. uh, I don't know. The okay. John? Yeah, no. I mean, yeah. Mm. That's yeah. essentially what he was. Right. And I, <laughs> I'm a rentee. Look, I just followed him down from the pub <laughs> she gives me this look like you fucking sketchy twink you know what yeah. are you doing here what have you that's what I would have thought mm-hmm. it's like dude who would have come with some old man after the bars mm. closed that is a sketchy twink yeah yeah done to this old man her whole demeanor changes and then she just <laughs> looks at me straight and Blue deadpan back out. in a deadpan voice says go and lock the go and lock the house um we'll wait here for you so i went back to the house closed up and um they put him into the back of the ambulance and he's calling out call me at the hospital and uh i'm just sort of standing there and they close up the door and drive off and so i'm just left standing in the middle of the street without any records and wondering <laughs> what the fuck just happened. <laughs> I never did call him at the hospital and I also uh, never went back to my local. See, what you should have done is been like, yep, oh, I hope dear granddad recovers. And then you, when they take him off, you just find the will of the deed to the house. Then you yeah, get that's what you should have been. Like, I'll just Boom. wait here and take care of his place. Uh, yeah, hopefully yeah, yeah. granddad recovers. Then you just rob him blind. Yeah. Yeah. Take take him for every Lawrence Welk record he has, <laughs> you know. So, my god. Wow. Mm. Mm. Okay. Um 
or that other pub again. Um, but I did run into someone from the club about a year or so later who um, informed me that the guy had actually broken his back and was in a wheelchair. So that's my story. Hmm. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. God damn. The guy fucking broke his back getting fosters. They are large you can cans just, of beer. Yeah, I mean... Yo. My God! You, you can just instead you can just have six beers separately, or get you don't a white claw or something. You white know? claws are a lot lighter and thinner so unnecessary. Than a, than a foster. How many people? You know? Yeah, I don't know why. How you many need people that. is it going to take? So uh, it sounds like you didn't score mm. exactly. Yeah. No, you didn't really score at all. Well, that's what happens when you go home with senior citizens. You're, you, what you say? <laughs> you're a heartless person. You think? A weird old man telling you he loves you isn't scoring. Because <laughs> that's scoring to me, my friend. That is definitely scoring. I just like how this guy, yeah. this guy must be into senior citizens. He's like mm-hmm. Harold from Harold and Bond. Yeah. You know, is he obsessed with death, but yet likes to fuck old people? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure I hope you found another convalescent home to hang out at. Yeah. Well, thank you there, cramps. Mm-hmm. People can call Sick and Wrong Hotline, 323-522-4032. Best way to support the show is by becoming a Sick and Wrong patron, especially in these end-of-days times. You owe it to yourself to have a little bit more enjoyment. You're going to be at home, working Mm. from home all week. You're going to go blow through all your favorite podcasts. Mm. Why not have some extras, you know? Yeah, and you should also, you know, take that opportunity to buy my new um, antiviral protein shakes. (laughs) That we're selling through the sick and wrong website. Uh, it's it's um, one part bleach, one part colloidal silver. But it kills the coronavirus. It kills the coronavirus. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You got to snort it. But once you do that, you're fine. You won't have anything. Yeah. You'll kill. It'll kill everything. So. <laughs> it'll kill your soul. Yeah, that's right. Patreon.com slash sick and wrong. Just go there. You donate. You sign up. You get an extra story. You get some phone calls. I don't even want to talk about the phone calls we got this week because they're so good. Mm. Um, You also get the outtakes where we uh, just kind of shoot the shit about uh, current events. Mm. I think we went into detail talking about a a website, a dating website for men with uh, tiny penises. It's called the Dinky One. Dinky One. The Dinky One. Dinky One. So uh, that's the type of thing. Yeah. You get on the Patreon. So go to patreon.com slash sick and wrong. Mm. And a lot of people have been asking, like, what's up with the Discord? Discord causes so much confusion mm. amongst people. I, I get emails all the time of like, how do I do the Discord? Well, how does it work? Right. You know, what do I do? And I'm, you know, I'm just kind of like, well, you know, you sign up for, for Patreon. You don't even have to pay money and you get access to it. It's still flummoxes I people. think that's true. I don't know if it's Maybe. actually true. We'll see. You should do some documentation about how to access that. <laughs> I should do some. <laughs> Make a video. Yeah, yeah. Or something. Hi. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? Uh, yeah, I want to show you how to do this, except I'm going to leave out the crucial step that actually would tell you how to do it. You ever have, do that on YouTube? Yeah. It's like you look up where how to do something it? where it's like the actual thing, part of the process you need to know, they, they skip over it. It's like, I will fucking kill you. Hi, my name is Harrison. Mm. You might remember me from mm. uh, DIY a Fifi towel. Mm. <laughs> but this time, we're going to be mm. talking about accessing the Sick and Wrong Discord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should make a video because people are so confused by it. Right. But Discord is happening. Mm. Uh, FM you know, rules the Discord. 
You know that? He does, yeah. He, he does. holds court in the streets. He holds court in the Discord. Yeah. They're talking about cum dishes. They're mm. talking about uh, all sorts of things in that Discord. Mm. Um, but yeah, go check it out. Got to go to patreon.com slash sickandwrong. Finally here, song of the week. Sick and Wrong song of the week. I'm going to dedicate this to Genesis Peorge, visual, musical, and performance artist whose work with Throbbing Gristle and Psychic TV brought on the industrial and acid house genre. Um, is it, is, would you refer to her as she or they? I don't know. I, I think it's they. I would go, <clears throat> you could never go wrong with they. They died mm. at age 70 just this past week after That's being right. di- diagnosed with leukemia two and a half years ago. Um, Throbbing Gristle is definitely a very influential band. I, you know, I never was a huge fan. No, I mean, I like the I like the idea and the concept yeah. and the art that Genesis Peorge uh, created, but the sound mm. <laughs> didn't necessarily agree with me. Yeah, I remember you getting know? a tape because somebody recommended it when I was a teenager, just being like, uh, well. But they did a lot of, mm. uh, of, of groundbreaking things. Uh, for example, in 1976, Throbbing Gristle played an early concert at the London Institute of Contemporary Art mm. um, doing an exhibition called Prostitution. And on display were pornographic photos of one of the members of the, of, uh, I guess they had this like art group called C-O-U-M, mm. Come. Um, one of their members, Cozy Fanny Tootie, uh, they they had naked pictures of that person. I don't know if that's a male or female person, but that person as well as used tampons, syringes, and bottled blood. Mm. Uh, the uh, I went to the store earlier. You can't even get bottled blood. <laughs> you can't even store buy it shelves anymore. Shelves are empty. Yeah, mm. bottled blood and toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Um, but what it called it, it caused one of the uh, members of Parliament to uh, mm. infamously declare the group the quote wreckers of civilization. Mm. And that's how you, that's a good way to describe Throbbing Gristle, the wreckers of civilization. Well, uh, rest in power there, Genesis Peorge. We're going to end the show with the Throbbing Gristle classic, mm. Hot on the Heels of Love, from their album, uh, 1979 album, 20 Jazz Funk Greats. Uh, people, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with episode 731. Till then, take it sleazy.
fucking badass villain. I'm now worth over a hundred million dollars. Fuck you.